Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. It is NFL Week 9. This is Barbecue and Curry. We are joined in studio today with Ty. How you doing this week, Ty? Amazing. Fabulous. We have our special guest. Last For those who know the podcast, he's on our podcast all season last year. It was. It is not Logan. We got Sam. How you doing today, Sam? Oh, I'm great today. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. I apologize for my absence last week. I had some things going on. I am back. I apologize for those who had to listen to Logan's outrageous take. <laughs> um, but Sam is here for a very particular reason. Because for the first time in Sam's lifetime, the University of Tennessee is relevant in football. So you're going to see a whole lot of burnt orange. There'll be a whole lot of trailers. And, I don't know. I don't know about the relevant part. I think they've been relevant before. But no, they, I, said, very I said in part, Sam's lifetime. Okay. In his lifetime. I didn't like that part very much. <laughs> but the worst part was the burnt orange. What kind of bullshit is that? But whatever color orange it is, my fault, burnt orange. Tennessee orange. The Tennessee okay. orange. Volunteer orange. So Sam is here. And before, I'm going to set this up a little bit. There's a group chat between the three of us. And Sam texts the group chat said he spent $10 to watch a Tennessee baseball game. On a scale of one to ten, but I definitely did spend, and it was an exhibition. Exhibition basketball. Yeah, on a scale of one to ten, how crazy is this? I gave him a nine because he always do dumb shit. I said four, Tennessee. It was it wasn't that crazy. Well, this is it's an exhibition baseball game that he paid for. But anyway, (laughs) we want to give the floor to Sam so he could talk about why this week is important for Tennessee football. And I think that might be a basketball play for all y'all looking to make a little money. So pay attention. Go ahead on, Sam. Uh, just a little disrespectful there, Eugene, but we'll, we'll move it on. We'll move it on quickly. Huge week. It, it's the first time in my life, Eugene is right, that Tennessee's been 8-0 ever uh, since, you know, the year they won, which when I was born in 97. But this is absolutely insane. We've got Georgia. It's less than 10 points at a spread, and we're playing in Georgia. It's Unbelievable scenes. Uh, my roommate texted me this morning. You can't get a ticket for less than seven hundred dollars. <laughs> Everybody wants to be game. I take Tennessee in the spread. They're winning outright. Moving on to college basketball before we move into the NFL slate. There's one play I, I asked Ty before when I got in this call. There's one play I've loved this past week. It's one bet I've made in college basketball. The odds are wrong. That's why I wanted to say it on here. Mountain West conference net regular season title take san diego state at plus 100 at DraftKings. every other book has them at minus 150 or worse the value here is incredible coach's name is brian dutcher he's been there since about 2017 this is his sixth season never never won less than 20 games they've been in the mountain west title game every single year he's been there and they run the conference they've won the conference Two of the last three years, three last four years, and four of the last six years. That's all they do. Odds are on their DraftKings. Hammer that shit. I want to see the line move. I was upset when I didn't move the line. <laughs> I was you, upset when I didn't move the line. How you upset when you didn't move the line? You ain't money, Mac. <laughs> oh, this man said I was upset that I didn't move the line. It's, That's fair. It, the, it's, the line is wrong. Fair. The line is wrong. I was very upset. I looked for three days. I was like, I want to move this thing, and I didn't move it. They don't respect me. <laughs> they don't respect me. Baby steps, Sam. Baby steps. One day we'll all get there. One day you I, and I will be the line movers. It just opened up One two day. months ago. We just up two months ago. Like, 
That guy gave him time to respect me. Yeah, there you guys have it. San Diego State plus 100 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Catch them while they're slipping, guys. Catch them while they're slipping. Uh, that being said, before we jump into Week 9 NFL, a little recap of uh, Week 8. First time all year. Like, we knew this would, we knew this would happen. It, we knew it, it would happen eventually. We did. But it was looking unlikely. But first time all year, nor, nor Eugene, nor Logan, nor I will be putting any money into the kitty. We all hit our best bets. We all hit our ass of the week. I mean, about damn time, right? About damn time. So no money in the kitty. What were they? Titans minus two, Cowboys minus nine, Dolphins minus three were the best bets. Okay. So, yeah, it, it, pretty solid. Um, ass whoopings, again, our rule is if the ass whooping, just the bet loses, we don't really put any money in the kitty. But if the team loses outright, you put $10 in the kitty. So that's how that works. The closest person who came to putting money in the kitty was yours truly over here. I had the Falcons, and Eddie Pinheiro said, nah, fam, I got you. Uh, missing two game-winning field goals or extra point in a field goal. That was wonderful. Even in the Falcons' money line live, that was fantastic. Uh, that game was crazy. It was insane. My man <laughs> took off his helmet and caused him again. No, see, I don't blame DJ Moore. I blame the I kicker. Do. I blame the I kicker. Blame, I blame the DJ Moore because you should know the rules. Sure. Make, make if you're a kick, modern day NFL kicker and it's less than fifty yards, it's borderline should be automatic. It was forty nine it was forty nine years. No, it is DJ Moore's fault. I disagree. I oh, disagree. Look, he ran, he gave up on the play halfway through, and then he started going again. The play was made by PJ Walker. DJ Moore made the catch. A phenomenal catch at that. PJ Walker. Yes. And then DJ Moore, after making the catch, he takes his helmet off and now you've got to keep a field goal instead of an extra point to win the game. It's completely different. I think that's all on Okay, DJ okay. Moore however, however. Being on his space in the sideline. However, overtime, Eddie gets a chance again. And he misses that 30-something yarder. I, yes. It is a thing. If I'm... The game could have been over after DJ Moore. Is he, what, is he four or five years in the league? He's done this before. He has. It, it, he let emotions get the best of him. If I'm Steve Wilkes trying to hold on point. to this job, Steve Wilkes already done fired one wide receiver. Oh, uh, you fired DJ Moore, teams queuing up. Teams queuing up to get DJ Moore on their think roster. Steve Wilkes is getting the job. Dude. I don't. I don't. I do not think Steve Wilkes is getting the job. Uh, no. uh, all right. Uh, so He's a puppet. Last week, Eugene actually beat me in the overall picks. Eugene went 8 for 15. I went 7 for 15, meaning as a podcast, we went 50%. Uh, again, we've only gone below 50% one week of the year. And that, and that, was, that was a rough week as well. Uh, Week nine, your buy team weeks are the Browns, Cowboys, Broncos, Giants, Steelers, 49ers. That being said, Eugene, jump Thursday right night in. football, the football guys have decided to give us one good team that is undefeated and another team that's trash. We got the Eagles for the Houston, Texas. The Eagles are favored. This is one of Ty's favorite money lines. They are favored by over 10. They are favored by 13. I'm going to go ahead and put this out here right now. I'm going for the Eagles. This is going to be my best bet of the week. Damn, um, really? Okay. The Eagles are undefeated. Um, for those who haven't watched the Eagles, this is an opportunity for the Eagles to make a statement in prime time to show that they may be the class of the NFC, not just the NFC East. Um, for the Tennessee Titans, as long as Derrick Henry. Texans. For the Tennessee, I mean, for the, not the tech, Titans, for the Houston, Houston Texans. I'm with you. As long as they're in the AFC South and Derrick Henry is playing for the Tennessee Titans, they need to petition to leave the division. It has been four times in a row this grown-ass baby 
has gone for over 200 yards rushing. Yeah, he's, a, he's a monster. So man. if you have problems with Derrick Henry, you will have difficulties with the Eagles. Good luck with that. Uh, yeah, um, I'll, I'll take it from here. I, I like the Eagles as well. The Eagles do have these old school Baltimore vibes where they just beat up on bad teams. That is the vibe I'm getting. This game should be put away in the first half. I would not be shocked if the Texans came back with a second half cover. Uh, but again, I'm going with the Eagles as well to be safe. The, the line actually moved the other way. Tech, it was 13 and a half. So I guess a little bit of money has been coming in on the Texans. Um, but yeah, uh, give me the Eagles. What about you, Sam? What are you feeling? Yeah, I think, like you said, uh, maybe not old school, but like the Ravens of a couple of years ago when Lamar was kind of just running all over everybody. And in the same similar fashion that the Eagles do it, they kind of just run everywhere. And the Texans can't stop the run. As Eugene said, Derrick Henry had a field day. I believe Derrick Henry is just amazing against the Texans every year. It's just he, what he does. He is. Yeah. But I, I think it's going to be really, really tough to stop all the run attack that the Eagles are going to bring at the Texans. But I do think the Texans are in our backdoor cover. And uh, just a quick shout-out, just the whole Houston thing, man. RFP takeoff. Like, that's crazy that that, that happened. Is bunch of people. I saw that today morning. Yeah, I saw that today morning. Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's just crazy. Sports people, rappers. Like, the last week has been nuts with this. So, yeah. you know, RIP. But, yeah, I'll take the Texans plus the line. If go. you're a Philadelphia fan or a Philadelphia sports fan, this is a good week for you all. The Phillies are in the World Series. The Eagles are undefeated. Um, please act accordingly. Y'all have a um, history. They never – win or lose, they don't act accordingly. I'm just saying, I, I just just try. I will never forget when when the Phillies, the Eagles, won the Super Bowl. Lane Johnson goes on Colin Cowherd's show and tries to tell people how the Patriot method is, is not the way. Look, this that. man won one Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> this man won one Super Bowl and just said, no, no, the Patriots way is not the way. What is going on? So at the risk of talking about the Philadelphia Eagles for the rest of the show, we're going to go into the Sunday noon slate. We got the Buffalo Bills heading into the Jets. Once again, we got another one of these tie spreads. The Bills are favored by 13. Y'all already know. Um, I I made a mistake of picking the Jets last week. It was amazing. It was amazing. No, it was not amazing. <laughs> I, Jets, you weren't even here to defend yourself. I, was, I remember seeing that. The Jets are who we <laughs> thought they were. And the Bills may be the best team in football. I would power rank the number one. Wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 What about you, Sam? Power rank your top three NFL teams right now. Uh, Bills, Eagles, Chiefs for me. I'm, I I just have two teams flipped, but that's about it. I have Bill, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, game, I think the top three is pretty bad right now. Fair, fair. This yeah. game could get an ugly flash. Uh, this game actually moved a half point the other way. It was twelve and a half. Money's been coming on the Bills. It moved half point thirteen. Again, I don't like these big spreads, but there's no scenario in which I'm putting money on the Texans or the Jets. It just doesn't exist. Um. I, just, I don't like you comparing the two. <laughs> it's an app comparison. One of them's five and three. Well, yeah, dude, but it's a it's a very fraudulent five and three. Yeah, just like the Johns were exposed. Five and three is five and three. <laughs> I, I'm not denying that, but I think talent wise, these two teams are very even keel, especially since uh, Brees Hall got hurt. I mean, there goes our rookie of the year uh, ticket set. Uh. There goes our rookie. <laughs> <laughs> 
didn't want to hear that. I know, I know, but like you know, it's because we spoke about it last time you were on the show. I already I bet know, on it. I you were, I think you were considering. What did you, you ended up betting on it? Yeah. Oh my I'm lord. Winning, yeah. God yeah, damn it! Know. And there goes that. But yeah, I, I got to take the Bills here. I, I do. I just, I think the Bills routed the Steelers in a similar matchup a couple weeks ago. This could be a similar game. Sam, how do you feel? Yeah, so the biggest thing about the Bills this year is they're not they're not getting into shootouts with anybody. Um, if you look at even their games with the best offenses like the Dolphins and the Chiefs, and I believe they've also played the Ravens, mm-hmm. all those teams, those games are all under this total of 47 or 47 and a half. And I think they've gone over it once, and that was when they beat the – was it the Titans like forty one to seven or forty one to ten? it was the one game they actually blew somebody. Out it was it, it was a demolition job. I, I remember that. Yeah, I think it was like week one or two. But yeah. I love the under in this game. Uh, I I see it now at forty seven. Uh, last night I got it at forty seven and a half. I still like it at forty seven. I think this profiles is a twenty four ten type victory for the Bills. Um, I think for the podcast, I'll take the Jets plus the points because I like the under and I don't like to pair a big spread or a big favorite with the under. That's fair. I, I, that doesn't really play that well. Yeah. So I'll take the Jets plus the points. But the play here, I believe, is the under because Bills just don't go over 48 very often. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you're putting some money on this, put some money on the under. As far as an inside joke goes, I would take – give me that pick. With Zach Wilson, I think Zach. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! I think God. Zach Wilson. I don't know why it's an inside joke on the podcast, but I think Zach Wilson throws a, a pick in this game. Talk, talk, talk about give me that pick and an inside joke. We're oh, gonna go on to the Dolphins and the Bears, which that phrase anyway. Um, the Dolphins are going to Chicago. Um, the Dolphins are favored by five. Um, the Bears play the Cowboys this Sunday. And if you watched the if you did not watch the game, the score looked like it was a blowout. It was. It was a blowout. But if you watch the game, Dallas has one problem. They can't stop a run. And Chicago basically told Justin Fields and Montgomery, we're gonna run, 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 and run in all sorts of formations. I don't even think it was run. I think they can't stop a mobile quarterback that well. And well they couldn't stop Fields and they couldn't stop the running back. I think like Montgomery had like I think Montgomery had fifty plus and Herbert almost had a hundred too. Yeah, so. it, it was a three headed rushing monster. It was it was alarming to watch because in the th- at the middle of the third quarter it was a five point game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I'm picking the Dolphins in this, and I'm the Dolphins scare me, but I'm picking the Dolphins in this. But I don't like the plus five because I don't trust the Dolphins defense to stop their run. This game will this game statistically the Dolphins should should pass all over them. But if the Bears don't fumble the football, if they just keep the ball and keep running, this this score could be closer than what it should be. Yeah, I I like the Bears here, man. I like the Bears here. Justin Fields has shown things that I like right now. He's lots shooting. of positive signs. Lots of positive signs. And I think they're finally deciding, hey, let's play to the QB strengths that we just drafted. Yeah, they're giving them the Jerome plays. Yeah, I was like, listen, they're basically saying three reads. If you don't see nobody, run. <laughs> yeah. 
like option A, B, and C. Don't scan back over to the I right. I don't even think it's an A, B, and C. It's an A and a B. Yeah, I'm, and, just, and then they start moving. And if you see a lane before you see the A and the B, gone. Go. Because he scrambles really well. And he's got a good arm. He still makes some dumb mistakes here and there, but, you know, he's learning. The dude's learning on the job. Um, I think this could be a Dolphins win, but by less than five, maybe a field goal. It all it'll come down to the conditions in uh, in, in Chicago. Ooh. If if it's cold and if it's Ooh. mushy and if it's gritty and it's grimy, yeah, I would I would love the I would love the Bears. It's almost that time. Of the I might too. place some money on it come Sunday morning or I mean, Saturday evening, looking at how, how the weather's looking. But right. right now, just take the Bears. No money on it right now. What about you, Sam? Yeah, no, like you said, Justin Fields, lots of positive sides. Even in the weeks before this week, he had been playing really well. Last week, I want to say in the loss was his most efficient passing game. Um, yes. He was really good. 17 like, for 23. Many, that's what, yep. Yeah, 17 for 23. He just was super efficient in the air, and he got his – I mean, they've been doing the whole ground game for the last couple weeks. Eberflus has that thing going, I think. And – I actually almost bet this last night at plus four and a half, and it's up to five this morning, and I didn't because I thought maybe it'd come up. I love the Bears. The Bears are good enough, and give me the weather against the team that's from South Florida. Is what, exactly. It's a perfect Give me the bad weather because I don't think Miami's ready for it. So if there's any sort of weather, I love this even more. It, it would make it from one to two unit bet for me. Oh, there we go. Like for me right now, it's a no bet, but if, if I see bad weather, that's definitely a one unit bet. For Sam, it pushes it even over the over the edge. So there we go. Weather will play a part here. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, I think Bears cover. And so does Sam. Moving on, Eugene. Our next game is the Kirk Cousins. You like that homecoming. Ooh. We got the Vikings coming to Washington, D.C. The Vikings are favored. Favored by three and a half points. Um, I will usually take the commanders in this position. And the reason why I'm not taking the commanders is I'm trying to catch up the tie. So I need to do responsible. I need to pick responsibly. <laughs> Is the correct answer. So, I, the Vikings are top of the NFC North. They've only lost one game. Mm -hmm. I think I, they kind of remind me of the Giants in a way. They look fraudulent-ish, and I can't really say I don't. I can't determine. Are you that good, or is the is the as the NFC North really that bad? Because Aaron Rodgers look like boo boo, and everybody else in the division is just struggling. So, I like Tyler Heineke more than I like Carson Wentz. Um, Heineke is not a better quarterback, does not have a better set of skills that you can measure. But apparently the team plays better with him. I can see a way that the commanders win this game, but I don't think they'll – the overall team strength for the Vikings is stronger than the commanders. But the, the commanders do one thing well outside of lose, which is stop and run. And if you stop Dalvin Cook and force Kirk Cousins to throw all over the place, it could get interesting. Having said that, I just don't – it's not going to be enough. Sam, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to you, let you go here real quick before I do. I I like the Vikings here. Uh, have they played since Cousins left? Is this his actual first time back? I think it is. I'd be wild, but it may be. It may be. If they have played, I don't think they've played in, in Washington. It, it probably went the okay. other way around. Well, yeah. Well, I, I'll take the Vikings here minus three and a half. I just I love what they do. I think Eugene makes a good point when he says like, "How good are you?" Is the NFC North just bad? I think it's a case of the Vikings are really good, 
and the NFC North is bad, kind of like the Pats for a long time. Not, com- not comparing them, but just like that time. The situation, like, yeah. Really good, but the, it was, yes. Uh, I think the Vikings are just really good this year with the division being down. So I'll take the Vikings here. I don't have a strong feeling, but, man, I love watching Justin Jefferson fly. Uh, same, same. Here's the thing, dude. Commanders right now are on a roll. Over a field goal, home dog. And Sam, you and I love betting home dogs. Usually divisional, but we just like home dogs in general. And this team is rolling. I have a lot of money invested in the Vikings. Vikings win the division. I may, I'm already up for the year. Vikings, Vikings playoffs, Vikings NFC champions. I got a lot of money invested in the Vikings preseason. I would not be shocked if the Vikings lost this game. I, I would not. I, I like Tyler Heineke here to go in, to, to go at home, to stay at home, and possibly even win this game outright. Uh, give me the commanders. Um, he, done, he done talked himself. He done talked himself into the commanders. No, it, it was like I was feeling it either way. Like, and the fact that you were on the opposite side of it made it a lot more easier. But the commanders, I just think they're rolling right now. I don't know why. They've covered two consecutive spreads with Tyler Heineke. I don't know why it can't be a third. Against a team that allows you to allows you the backdoor covers, the Vikings outplayed the Cardinals last week for the entire game. Yet the Cardinals were with within covering distance. At one point, it was a three point game, and Kyler had the ball at the Arizona forty. Part of me wants to flip this to make you take the Vikings. I'm not thinking Vikings. I'm in the lead. You you chase me. I ain't chasing you. <laughs> I'm 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 sticking with my Commanders here. Commanders plus three and a half, and I will probably bet real money on this game. I'm waiting for it to go to four. That'd be phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, I I'm. Betting actual money on this game. Uh, moving on. The next game is intriguing to me because I was one of the people this year, at the beginning of the year, that looked at the Falcons roster and said, this is some hot garbage. And the Falcons aren't hot garbage, but the AFC South is hot garbage. But the Falcons, with Marcus Mariota and this running attack, is a very interesting team. And they have weapons that are underutilized. The char- I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers. The game is the Chargers going to Atlanta. The Chargers are favored by three, which is Vegas telling me it's going to be, should be a close game. Um, the Chargers are on paper look like a better team. At every position, they look better. But the Falcons, with, with Coach Smith, find a way each week to either win games or make it closer than what it should be. And Marcus Mariota is doing – a, high, a better than respectable job at playing quarterback. At, at playing quarterback. Um, yeah, give me, whew, give me the Chargers. I'm not comfortable with it, but I'll, I'll stand by. It. Sam, this morning actually, I made a bit this morning. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus one thirty five win the division. This is why we call y'all the degenerates. Motherfucker said he made a bet this morning. This the, man ain't been up. Th- this morning, I listen. I think all the teams are bad in this division. The Falcons are bad. Saints are terrible. Panthers are terrible. Bucks are bad. And I think it could be that the Bucks are sleepwalking. Because remember the uh, NFC East three years ago, where Washington won seven games and won the division. Yes, the, NFC least. Yes, the, the NFC least. Exactly. This could be one of those. I think, and the, and the Falcons especially have an easy schedule until the last three games. 
and one of those three games is the Bucks. I think that will come into play. I think the Bucks win this division, but in, as far as this game goes, I don't know what the hell's going on. But with the way the Chargers have been playing, I don't want to put money on them. But I like teams coming off a bye. But mm, give me the Chargers. But I, it's this is so close. I this is this will not sniff any real money for me. But I'll just say the Chargers coming off the bye here. What about you, Sam? No, this is a really tight game, and I do want to take a second to talk about the South, the whole division. It, it's about picking the team you like, right? Uh, like, there's value on really all the teams, even the Bucks at minus one thirty-five. That's value there if you like the Bucks. Yeah, I personally, I like the Saints, so I'm not gonna bet that because they're not gonna win the conference. I mean, they're not gonna win the division, I don't think. But man, Taysom Hill and what they do with him this year is insane. But I thought I think the Bucks are the move right now. I don't think the Falcons are going to win more than eight, nine games. So I think it will be hard for them to win the division. Hell, but on I don't this think... game, ever since AJ Terrell went down two or three weeks ago, exactly, I love Falcons overs. They run the ball no matter what, which usually doesn't help the over. But the Chargers aren't great against the run. They don't have any notable defensive linemen, and. All they all the Falcons do is have been hit overs. I know the last week the over was only forty one against the Panthers, but they they went over that very easily. It, they're fluid. They uh, since AJ Terrell came out, they can't guard anybody. He was locking down players like yes, he he you faded wide receiver ones against AJ Terrell. Absolutely, He's that good. Absolutely. So that it's massive. And my play here is the over. I'd probably take the Falcons plus the three two. Just give me a field goal because I don't really know what's going in the game. But I love the over, and if you can wait till it comes down closer to that 48, I got it last night at 48. I love the over in this game. I think it's flying over. I don't think anybody in the AFC South is going to win anywhere north of of eight games. If anyone does, really? it, 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 might, it might be the Falcons of how easy their schedule is. Because I don't. Is it? I don't. I don't like the Bucks. The Saints, good Lord, I don't know what's going on down there. Carolina has already fired a coach. I don't see eight games coming out of any of these. I don't see any of these teams winning more than eight games. And even the Bucks schedule is not easy. The Bucks have Rams, Seahawks, Browns, Saints, Niners, Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. Speaking of that schedule, who would have thought at the beginning of the year that the, the Seahawks would be a better team than the Rams? Not you, not me, not anybody. <laughs> Except maybe maybe the Rams couple of, three and five now. The the Rams? Uh, let me yeah, do. Yeah, three. And, they're three, three and five. Three, three and four. Three and four. Three and four. Okay, it was the it was the Forty Niners that they lost. They would be three. And five. Yeah. Now they're four and four. Also, I also bet Niners at minus one seventy five win the division. Yeah, I I uh, I had that one preseason. Oh, there you go. There so you go. we we gonna we gonna move on. We gonna go to the the NFC North. We gonna go. This is gonna be an interesting game. We got the Packers and the Lions. The Packers are visiting Detroit, and they're visiting Auburn Hills. The Packers are actually favored by three. There's nothing about the Packers outside of Aaron Jones I like. Everything else is what am I watching? And the Lions, I don't, I don't like it when teams start firing offensive coordinators and tinkering with staffs and such. The Lions have made the Lions have made visible progress to be better. There was a point with the Lions that they were so objectively bad that someone who didn't know football could look at them and be like, they're just a bad team. They're not like that anymore. Um, and they can score points. The Packers defense, 
is respectable, but the Lions can score points, and I don't think the Packers can. That's fair. And it's not because Aaron Rodgers can't throw the ball; is he can't throw it and catch it. I think I think the Packers win this quite easily. If I'm being honest, how the the Lions are not good. The Lions are one and six. I didn't say they were good, but I, I they're one and six. Like there's a lot of praise going towards a team that had only has one win. Yeah, but they it's a one win team. And you, you've been betting football as long as you've been in America. You understand how bad, how objective they have the worst record than the Texans. The Texans are one and five. They have extra loss. <laughs> they play the game. They have a they're they're on track for the number one overall pick. Like, listen, a lot of high like a lot of feel good about this team. But at the end, at the end of the day, it's a team with one win. Give me the Packers. Okay, I'm taking the Packers. I think, and the Lions' defense atrocious, by the way. Oh yeah, running, passing, atrocious defense. And when you have an atrocious run defense against the Packers, that's tough because they that's have a, that's a problem. They, they have a two headed monster that that's can a, run it down your throat. That's a problem. Uh, I like the Packers here a lot. This it is in contention. To be my best bet, I don't know if it is yet. It is in contention. Uh, but yeah, give me the Packers. What about here? What, what about you, Sam? Man, I want I want it to be your best bet because I want to fight you. Let me give you a couple numbers here. Oh, uh, damn. First four weeks of the season, 35 points, 36 points, 24 points, 45 points. Now, does anybody remember what happened in week five? I'm on Ross and Brown. Got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amon Ross St. Brown is back. Week five, they had a bye week six. Week seven, they scored zero and six points. Last week, they scored 27 points. One, that tells me Lions overs back in business. Yes, absolutely. Two, tells me Lions offense back in business. And three, people are rating on this Lions team off of the injuries that they had to DeAndre Swift and Amon Ross St. Brown, their two biggest offensive weapons. And people are overlooking that. DeAndre Swift played in a limited role last week. I think he's only his role should only continue to grow the more uh, time goes by and he gets healthier. Amon Ross St. Brown had about 70 yards or something. They're back, and the Lions are going to score points. And are the Packers going to score points? I'm not sure. Uh-oh. I Uh-oh. love the Lions plus three and a half Uh-oh. here. I actually bet it last night at plus three. Mm-hmm. Um, post-show, I will go back in at three and a half and take that. Is it, is it three and a half right now? Yeah, moved to three and a half. Yep. Right. But, I love the Lions. But the point of the show, I'm gonna keep it at three because I won that three. But yeah, <laughs> but when, yeah won it at three. when I made it, when I made it this morning, the line was three. <laughs> I'm sure you can find a book that still has it at three. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Um, I love, I love the Lions here. There we go. <laughs> Sam and I, not surprisingly, are on opposite sides of a pick. Um, moving on, you can go ahead. We have. I need to learn from my mistakes. We have the Panthers and the Bengals. Panthers and Bengals. Bengals are eight-point favorites at home. I'll go first because it's, it's my team. I mean, obviously, I'm picking the Bengals, but last night was not a good look. Not against Cleveland. You know, fairness, we've never done good against Cleveland. With Cleveland bad, Cleveland good, don't matter. <laughs> Joe Burrow against Cleveland is 0-4. We just don't play well against Cleveland. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's 0-4. He's... We just don't play well against Cleveland. Like they're the way they're built is literally to beat a team with our, with our fragilities. Just beautiful, beautiful line work on the part of Cleveland. Miles Garrett had himself a day. Just even when he, when he wasn't getting sacks, he was getting pressures. 
That line played very well. Um, but I think the Panthers are in for a rude awakening. They had a close game against the Falcons. P.J. Walker is not going to have himself a good day. Our defense is not, is not that Falcons defense. Uh, give me Bengals. I, I, I like this a lot. What about you, Eugene? I'm going to make a mistake, and I'm going to go one more time. Please don't. Please. Just go, go go with a black head coach and black quarterback. <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? Go this with is going to be my ass woman of the week. Oh, fuck, dude. This ne- literally on. never goes well when he picks the Bengals. <laughs> well, I got Joe Burrow in my, as my fantasy quarterback. Then trade, then trade the motherfucker. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> you are here giving reasonings. <laughs> well, y'all get mad when I don't give reasons and get mad when I do give reasons. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Just God damn it, I'm picking the Bengals. What are you like? <laughs> you said the Bengals are your ass woman of the week? They my ass woman of the week. All right, I'll put that down. Sam, how do you wow. feel about this? Yeah. So did you say it was eight and then it, it's down now? Or? I mean, it's eight right now. What is it right now? Like, I, it was eight in the morning I, when I, I made it. I see it at seven at somewhere. So that's interesting. Yeah, it was, I want the Panthers plus eight. I I don't believe in, is it Zach Taylor? Nick Taylor? What's his name? Zach Taylor? Zach, Zach Taylor, yeah. We've had this talk before. Yeah, I don't believe in <laughs> Zach Taylor. And I don't think, I also just don't believe in this Bengals offense without Jamar Chase. I don't know if you guys oh, were watching right. that game last night or not, but I that did. stat they popped up, it was like 20 snaps since Jamar Chase was drafted had Joe Burrow taken without him on the field until last night. Yep. Like, I had I had a bet on the Browns last night. Um, Props to you. Props I, to you. I had the Browns in my pick to win the pick Like, Oh, man. I, I just – the Chase thing is, is a concern, in my opinion. They have good receivers. But he's just that important to Burrow in and of himself. Um, but they, I mean, this hurts me. Like I love the Bengals. I have, I have twenty eight Joe Burrow sports cards. <laughs> I love the Bengals, but I'm taking the Panthers plus seven. Here. I thought I was high for a second. Plus eight on Joe. Twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It is plus seven right now on DraftKings. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna go stick with the numbers that I made earlier this morning. But damn, yeah, give me the A. I'll take the point. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> so we we gonna visit a game, and once again, I've got to learn. I've got to learn from my mistakes. We've got the Colts going to the Patriots, and the Colts, Lord have mercy, what the fuck are they doing? And they didn't fire the offensive coordinator. Jim Irsay is challenging his inner father, and I hit meddling. Um, who knows who's gonna start at quarterback? Sam Ellis. I was about to ask. Sam Ellinger. We don't, we, don't, we don't know. You fired your offensive coordinator. You might get Matt Ryan back there. No way. Oh, it could be Nick Foles. It will not be Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan will not play this week, this year, all ever again. But here's the thing: if you put Nick Foles back there, Bill Bel- Bill Belichick is petty. You put Nick Foles back there, but he won't beat Bill Belichick again. He ain't beating either of these quarterbacks. Like, in no one, in none of these quarterbacks beating Bill Belichick right now. So I made a mistake of because I usually don't bet against Bill Belichick unless it's absolutely necessary. And it just fooled me. I wasn't paying attention. So, I'm definitely not rooting against the Patriots. I'm going with the Patriots this time. Good luck, Colts. I just want to remind our listeners, right, a mere two weeks ago, this man came out with his whole chest saying the Colts are four points better than the Titans. I just want to remind our listeners, these words came out of Eugene's mouth. <laughs> the Colts are four points better than the Titans. <laughs> why, are we bringing up old, why are we bringing up old stuff? Bring up old stuff. Um, I, lo- I love the Patriots here. I love the Patriots here. I They were going to be my best bet until I got that text from uh, Eugene, uh, from uh, Logan this morning saying his best bet was, uh, was the Patriots. 
So I was like, all right, I can't have them, I guess. But I love the Patriots too. I love them. I think th- I think this is a one-way train, uh, and it's and it's Ramondi Stevenson, Damian Harris, and whoever the hell the quarterback is. I, I like. I want to be Bailey Zappi. I'm rooting for Bailey Zappi, but it looks, it's more though. It, it, it's it's, it's going to be Mac. Really well. be yeah, it's going to be Mac Jones. But yeah, g- give me the Patriots. Love the five and a half. Sam, go ahead. Man, all this is my second appearance this year. All I do is just fight everybody in this podcast. I, I just fight them all. I like the Colts plus the points here. Like this is uh-huh. too many points you think for so? a Patriots team that just doesn't get it done all that much offensively. They only beat the Jets by five uh, last week, whether it be backdoor or not. Like I backdoor is very open here for the Colts. Yes, I hate Sam Hunter. I hate the Colts. I hate the money I put on the Colts preseason, and I hate—I blanked out his name. I just hate everything about the Colts right now, other than the city. I like India, but I'm taking the plus five and a half because I just think it's too many points with the spread or with the total that's under forty. Give me something that's probably should be a little closer to a field goal than a touchdown. All right, that's—I mean, that's respectable. I—I right? I get it. I do. That's fair. All right, moving on. Go ahead. We got the Raiders versus the Jags. Um, at the beginning of this, this year, I, I put the Raiders in the playoffs, and they are two and five. There's no way for them to make the playoffs. It is looking unlikely, and I'm to the point now where I, do you fire the head coach? Because he just hired him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another thing is Mark Davis don't have money like that, so he's yeah, gonna, he gonna let him exactly. play out. But they look just boo boo. Yeah, you right. spends it all on air. They are fourth. They they. they <laughs> <laughs> they are two and five. On that damn bowl, they, they, they are they are behind Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited is okay. two and five. <laughs> I made that point just so I could say that on the show, Mr. Unlimited. They're uh, going against um Sunshine. Um Sunshine is up and down. It's up and down. I'm gonna go with my Raiders, even though I know I shouldn't. I know I'm making irresponsible decisions. But I can't go with Sunshine quite yet. Dude, what is with Sunshine and these red zone picks? Between the 20s, between the 20s, this man is fucking Dan Marine or something. Don't be uh, he's, getting scram- he's just getting scrambled in his head when it's he short. He just doesn't know what to do with it I'm right like, now. I think it's like almost three or four consecutive weeks now of a red zone pick for Trevor Lawrence. Like, listen, I, I like the kid a lot. I think he's going to be great in this league. I really do. But we gotta address this. You thought Carson Wentz was gonna be great in this league as well. He was pre-injury, but yes, like and and, and with Doug Peterson, funny enough. Uh, but yeah, and again, I think it's because he's gonna be great in this league. But we have to address this. This, this is four consecutive red, weeks with, with red zone picks. I'm going with the Jaguars. It's a home dog, and in a game which should be a pick'em. So you, you give me a point either way. I'll take that point. Um, I'll just take the Jags. You said you have the Raiders? I got the Raiders. All right. Sam, what about you? Yeah, this is an interesting one. I, Other than, like, totals, I think I've had my money on the Raiders one time this year. That was on the Broncos. And it was, like, that was such a good spot for them because they came in losing the first three games. And then it was, like, okay, they've got a divisional opponent now, and they've got to win the game to get their shit started, you know. And they won it, and they went one and three. But I have no idea what to do this week. That game last week was so concerning. Not even scoring against that Saints defense is Would, an issue. Without Marshawn Lattimore, by the way. Yeah, that is an issue, to say the least. And 
without Marshawn Lattimore, Devonta Adams only having one reception for what was it, eight yards? Did he have nine one? Yards? He, I think he had one because it was a re- he broke a, it's the record snapped of having multiple receptions for like forever, basically. I I'm gonna pick the Raiders, and it's because I think they have the better quarterback right now. But man, just have a different game on your TV at noon. Oh God! Also, Devonta Adams, <laughs> one catch for three yards. Three yards. Sorry, eight or nine. I'm disrespectful. I'm giving <laughs> the, way too much. Way too much credit. Yo, <laughs> our, but yeah, man, it's that. That was a hard watch. Our next game is. A game I'm going to pay attention to. We have, for my money, NFL Comeback Player of the Year, Geno Smith, playing oh. again. Who is it? If, if it's not, okay, go ahead. Chris. No, 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 no. I heard DeGrom was all No, 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 yeah. Run the, run the, the Playing against, I don't study a playbook, Ty, Tyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the, the line for that game is Cardinals by a point, fair by a point. This is, you know, this is, I see a lot, a lot of line movement here. Because last night, sorry, Sunday night, it was Cardinals minus two and a half. And then when I when I checked it this morning, it was C, it was Cardinals minus one, which is why it's on the it's on the sheet right now. But when I look right now, it's Cardinals minus two, is it not? It is Cardinals minus two. Yep. A lot of line movement here, back and forth, back and forth. Um, I feel like it'll settle at two and a half, maybe at some point. Uh, but Sam, lead us off here. Man, if I had to pick between these two teams, I would pick the Seahawks. Like, man, I hate the Cardinals. I, they, I, Cliff Kingsbury is finally showing that he was a fired college football coach that got hired in the NFL, and I couldn't be more proud of him for finally showing that because I sounded like an idiot for two years. You did. Nobody believed me. But <laughs> I mean, just, I, 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 hold on. I was on the train with you. Idiot. I was on the train with you. Nah, I appreciate that, Eugene. I I appreciate. But that. my thing is, how also, do you fire? It needs to be Barkley. How do you fire a man that you've given the quarterback a untradeable extension? His extension is so high that nobody's going to take it unless you're Denver and you can just switch problems. But that's another. One. Yeah, because the quarterback's good enough to fire this head coach and keep him. That's why. Fair. So. They're going to do it. At the end of the year, Cliff's gone. Kyler's not gone. Kyler's going to be there. You can't get rid of Kyler. He's good, too. Like he, I think he, I mean, he's at least an average quarterback with all the special attributes he brings to the game. That's right. But I'm taking the Seahawks plus two. Like, I also, I think if you did want to play the Seahawks, it is probably wait because I do think you'll get two and a hook. I don't think it's getting the three, but you'll get the hook. Absolutely. This Absolutely. Week. But I would take Seahawks plus the points here just because I, I don't trust the Cardinals. Eugene, what about you? Yeah, I know. I'm taking Seahawks. That's fair. And you know, Sam said you will get two and a hook because you got morons like me betting the Cardinals. Man, give me the Cardinals. Um, I will not learn, I guess, until this man's fired. Uh, <laughs> I I like the Cardinals a lot. I do. Um, there's again, D Hop, uh, Kyler Murray divisional home game. They're not getting the full field goal, which I like here. Um, I just think the Cardinals win this one. It's a it's a very close game. It's a very close game, and I think the Cardinals edge it out. They, they get the job done. But at the at the end of the day, man, I'll just I'll take Kyler over Geno Smith. I'll take D Hop over over Metcalf. I'll take Pete Carroll over over Cliff Kingsbury, obviously. But I will not take Kyler over Geno Smith. Yeah, you just don't, you, you don't like black folk who don't go to work. I get it. That's fine. <laughs> like I understand. I understand the bias. Uh, but no, nah, I just think Kyler's a far more talented quarterback. Uh, 
give me Kyler Murray and give me the Arizona Cardinals at home. Uh, minus one. Moving on. Go ahead, Eugene. We have a Super Bowl rematch that is going to be shitty. We got the Rams visiting the Bucks. The Rams are favored by three. The Bucks are favored by the three. Bu- I'm sorry. The Bucks are favored by three. I have to take a pick in this game. This is the one game I'm just like, I ain't going to watch. Because all the important players that I want to watch are more likely not playing. Even though Tom Brady saw it, y'all going to have to figure out the way to, to block a few people. I, I'm taking a home team. You're taking the Bucks. Yeah, I, the Rams. Kyle, uh, Cooper Cup is going to be injured, so if he's playing, he's going to be playing hard. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like they. They sell, They tell me Sean McVay is the boy genius. He is, but you can't be Shanahan to save his life. Everyone's got a kryptonite. But Burrow can't be the Browns. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> but it's different when a player can't be the team. But when a coach is labeled as a genius, as he is an offensive savant, but Kyle Shanahan has outschemed him every time we've seen. And he's outschemed that defense. He's outschemed whoever the defensive coordinator is. Right. But we've also seen this problem with Sean McVay. In his first Super Bowl, when he went up against Bill Belichick, this this man took Jared Goff to the Super Bowl, and made him look elite for the longest longest time. He's obviously an, an offensive. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not. It's just I have questions. What's that, Sam? You're you're trying to defend the guy who he, he's right. Shanahan puts his hand out and he squeezes, and McVeigh says, "Al, stop squeezing my balls." Like, <laughs> it's, wow. That's how that is. No, there is no defending. I agree with that. But to say he's not an, a, I'm not a saying brilliant he, offensive savant. I'm not savant. saying he's not a brilliant offensive savant. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he's a wee bit overrated. How? He's been a two Super Bowl in four years. Because people people think he think of him so highly that he. I, I can I can agree. It's it's like when you talk about when someone thinks someone's the best player, but they're like the second or third best player. That still means that they that he's overrated in that guy's mind because he's not the first. Because player. my thing is, if he if he is the boy genius, then your your list of offensive coordinators should go: Sean McVay, Andy Reid, Cal Shanahan, and you can keep on going. Mm-hmm. I have Andy Reid being a better offensive mind than McVay. I have Shanahan being a offensive mind, better offensive mind than McVay. If that's the case, he can't be a boy genius. I don't. I, I don't think either of those statements are true. I think Andy Reid's closer, but I think McVay is the best offensive head coach in the league. I think Andy Reid. I, I can. Andy Reed, yeah, I, like, I think Andy Reid's Andy Reid's a, a closer discussion. A very for, strong. For me, Shanahan's a, de- yeah. a, de- a definitive third in that list. See, his, I can't. I can't say he's a definitive third when. Every time Shanahan gets, every time they go, and you're right, they go because of defensive coordinator. Yeah, they're not but, going up against each but other. But Shanahan's schemes look better. Okay. Now, there's but, a lot of players. The base scheme that been, has been in two Super Bowls. Right. There are a lot of players that go into that. There are a lot of, I mean, you, the variable is the players that you have. Of course. But, and the downside of that is the one time Shanahan did go to the Super Bowl, he missed Cole. Yeah, it. it so I, I just I I see a way that the Bucks win this game. I see a way that the Rams win this game. I have to pick a team. That's what I have. Um, I will pick the more inept head coach 
So I'll pick against the more head coach. That is Tabo. I think Tabo is doing an atrocious job. Get Bruce Arians back on that touchline until until that happens. I'm picking the Rams here. Uh, but yeah, in my opinion, you need Bruce Arians back on that touchline. That, this is it's just a poorly coached team. Offensively, especially offensively, it's a poorly coached. Defensively, I understand they're, they're missing pieces, so I get it. But offensively, without Bruce Arians, they look like 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 a chicken with no head, just running around. It makes no sense on this team. Uh, give me the Rams here. I like the Rams a lot with the points. What about you, Sam? There's just there's nothing fun about watching the Bucks. I honestly like watching Tom Brady is more boring and not fun than mm-hmm. exciting and fun. He should have retired and stay retired. Like what I agree. people can say he's the best ever. That's fine. but right now it's no fun watching him play. So yeah, it's like watching Jordan when he plays the Wizards. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's a, it's a fair description. But. This line, I'm going to take the Bucks minus three. Uh, I'm not going to put real money on it. If this line gets to two and a half, real money will be put on it, though. I just don't like the Rams at all this year. Um, both these teams really suck. But if I had to say who's going to go win this game between Tom Brady and Matt Stafford, I'm going to give it to Tom Brady, even if I don't know if he cares or not. But just quickly before we move on. I think the the unheralded hero of the Rams, and I don't even know his name, which I probably should since I'm saying this, is the, um, I want to say athletic director, general manager, is the general manager. Because they make all these moves, all the moves that the Rams have made have been to acquire superstars via trade and all these things, never picking a first-round pick. I honestly, I think McVay gets boosted up by having a really good general manager who gives him a really good roster and their strategy of doing it, their strategy, uh, this is kind of an off-season topic, but their strategy of doing it is they bulk up at the most talented player they can get and they don't really worry about the thing. So that when that guy gets hurt, yeah, they might be fucked. Yeah. But man, that starting 22, it's solid. there's not a better starting 22. Absolutely. Absolutely. I get so that. I think it's the GM in L.A., making a big impact and making McVay's impact seem larger than it is. There is a very good synergy between the GM and the head coach. And for a lot of NFL teams, that is not so. And I think Sam brings a very valid and strong point. Uh, as for, back, to, back to the game for a second. Again, the game's, the line is at three. It's not taking him out of real money. But if Sam said if it goes two and a half, you will, you will bet on the Bucks. If it goes three and a half, I, I'm I'm leaning. I, I will have some money on the Rams here. It's looking more likely that that it'll go to two and a half than than, than three than, than the three and a half that I want. But if it somehow ends up there, I would be putting real money on the Rams at plus three and a half. Um, moving on, Eugene, take it away. We have a Sunday night football game that's interesting because of Derrick Henry. We have the Titans going to Arrowhead. Are you going to be at that game, Sam? No, I won't go. Logan definitely is. Logan definitely is going for that game. Um, The Chiefs are favorite, once again, when it it ties good old money lines. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs are favorite by 12 and a half. I'm taking the Chiefs, and I I want to sprinkle some money on if Derrick Henry gets over 120 yards or not. I will take that money. I said no. 
I will. <laughs> I will. No, no, no. I'm talking about from a book, not from you. <laughs> I will. I will. I don't know why you try. I don't know why If you're you offering. Try, no, no, I'm not offering you shit. If you're offering these lollipop bets. Not a goddamn thing. We already had this discussion on the show. I do not bet with you. You like the sucker people. You, and speaking you, of suckering people. You're building the, your, your own sucker bet. The next, How can mother, I say the no? next motherfucker that offers me one of these fucked up trades. I am literally going to frame you on the podcast. You you, you, you need about to make house calls. Just to get... No, I'm sick of these fucked up trades, man. Just, People think I'm a sucker. Proud to say that I sent him a trade and it got accepted immediately. No that, power. That is true. Dude, I needed running backs. What what would you send them? Like <laughs> Herbert for, for what something? Melvin Gordon for uh, Khalil Herbert for some Khalil Herbert. Yeah, he got me a. T- I got a tight end and a running back out of it. That, that, that was a different trade, but yeah, yeah, yours was Khalil Herbert for Melvin Gordon. I remember that trade. Yeah. I remember seeing it. Uh, but no, nah, give me the Chiefs here. This is this is gonna be my ass whooping of the week. It'll come out later on the show, obviously, but we just did, I guess. But yeah, I like the Chiefs here a lot. I think she, Andy Reid off a of buy is always a loss. Is always a loss. Andy Reid off a of buy is always a loss. Uh, Derek Henry will not sniff hundred yards this game. Okay. Yeah, he will not sniff it. And if you're offering, I will take that money, by the way. We done already had this conversation. <laughs> Refer back to five minutes ago. No. Sam, what about you, Sam? I'm going to Andy Reid off a of bye. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Um, I, the play here, I mean, it's Sunday night to stand on the game. The play here is to look for props. Like, mm-hmm. I don't do back receiving yards, but Derrick Henry over whatever his receiving yards is going to be a good prop that's mm-hmm. they've been throwing him the ball. I agree with that. And Travis Kelsey, like I'll have some like Travis Kelsey two touchdown bets this game for sure. I I, I don't dislike that whatsoever. And also, I mean, this is one of those games I feel like people are really high on the Titans and they lose by like fucking seventeen. It just it's setting up for one of those. Uh, the line for this uh, Sunday night was minus eleven, so money's been coming in on the Chiefs. Oh God! People like themselves on Chiefs. It's twelve and a half right now. So, uh, is Malik Willis gonna play? Do we, do we know? We, we do not know. I think I think they're trying to have they're, they're trying to make Tannehill ready for this game. Oh, and that is what's necessary because if Malik yeah, Willis Malik, plays, my if Lord. Malik plays, he, he needs to be just wildcat. He can't throw the ball. Just run, run Derrick Henry. Yeah, run Derrick Henry. And Malik Willis is quick and fast. So you can do some wildcat, yeah, yeah, but, but some trigguration. But that's in college. In the NFL, those dudes, nah, he's, he's, those dudes are quicker and faster. That's fair. But you can do some trigguration. You can do some wildcat. I don't want him throwing the football. After watching the Texans game, like watching him on a college field, which other college guys, he looked quick and fast. But watching him with the, on the, with the Texans on the field, he looked slow. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe it, was, it was a one-game thing, first game jitters. I don't know what it was. But he did not look as a mobile hostile. Fair. That that was not the vibe. Well, and that's gonna happen, like you said. Like, I mean, it, you just think about the linemen and the D linemen, like those specific positions, because there's a lot of speed all the time on the edge, even in college. There's a lot of speed. Yeah. It's the positions in the those guys to chase him down where he sees a gap, but all of a sudden that gap is closed off because of the speed he's not used to. So I think you gotta give him some games to get up to speed. I th- I'm sure he wasn't playing at his fastest because, like you said, he's swimming in his first start. But also, he's just not like it's just not his game, really, right? Yeah. He wants to pass, but they just they had no reason to last week against the Texans. I think I even saw him quote. He's like, "Why would we pass the ball when they can't stop the run?" It's a yeah. great way to think about it. Just Absolutely. Absolutely. I am 100 percent for that. Absolutely. Um, 
All right, Monday Night Football. Ravens at Saints. Reigns, uh, Reigns. Saints are three-point dogs at home after, uh, de- after delivering the biggest ass whooping I've seen in a long time. And we all know how much Ty loves a home dog. I do, but not this home dog. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not high. Y'all know how low I am on the Saints. Y'all are just, y'all, you're all aware how low I am on the Saints. This is very fair. Uh, give me the Ravens. Love me some Ravens. Love me some Ravens. And I think for the first time in a long time, my best bet will be the Ravens this week. What? Yeah, dude. I love you the Ravens. Feel like? I love the Ravens here. Love yeah, the Ravens. Don't, you don't take black quarterbacks. You just have noticed. No, that. no. I, don't, I take good quarterbacks. And Lamar's a good quarterback. And definitely better than fucking the ginger Andy Dalton. Wow. Hey, Taysom Hill's good, too. Taysom, I like Taysom a lot. Great tight end. <laughs> great, great tight end. Be good job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give the Ravens. Love the Ravens here. My best, but all the Ravens minus three. Uh, Eugene, black quarterback, black head coach. Yeah, I already know. I don't even know why I had to say anything. There we go. Ravens. And Sam, last but not least, <laughs> tell me. They don't have a black head coach. I know, but, just, but it just sounds good uh, to say it like that. A man can hope, right? It does. Our ball is far <laughs> from does. black. I'll, I'll take the Ravens here as well. I I just don't want to trust the Saints at all. But Taysom Hill's definitely a better quarterback than he is tight end. He's not a good tight end. He can't catch. It's, it's crazy. No, <laughs> Dude can't catch. <laughs> I was like, yo, wait a second. He's a better fullback of anything. I think, I think he's a phenomenal fullback. Great blocker. Great blocker. Uh, but nah. So this is where we start. This is where we start. The Week 9 Barbecue and Curry Podcast, Taysom Hill is the greatest fullback ever to play football. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, no. Yep, 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 yep. We that, have jumped the show. That is, yeah, you lose me there, fam. We have jumped. There's, like, Matt, like Mike Al- Alcott doesn't exist. Like, there's somebody in the, in the league right now better than him, so like, you lose me there. <laughs> we were doing so well. Kyle Juszczyk's better than him. <laughs> you think you think Taysom is better than Kyle Juszczyk? Really? That's I would take Taysom Hill over any fullback. Yes. Fair. Okay. He gives you much more to than a normal fullback. Okay. Yes. Yes. That that is true. That is true. I I would still go Kyle Yusek, but I understand where you're coming from. I, I I do. The versatility is what gets him that job. I like names that are easy to say. Also okay. fair. As someone with a name that, that is hard to say, I'll I'll go with the other name. That's hard to say. No, so your yeah. name is not hard to say. Your, your name got a whole bunch of consonants. Yeah, it's got like four vowels and whatnot. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it's it's a tongue twister. That being said, uh, just a quick uh, reference back to the best bets and ass swoopings. The best bets are Ty Ravens minus three, Eugene Eagles minus thirteen. Gotta hear that. Logan Patriots minus five and a half. Ass swoopings. Ty Chiefs, Eugene Bengals, Logan Bills. Uh, that will conclude this week's episode of Barbecue and Curry. I'm Ty. I'm Eugene. And I'm Sam. And we are out. Peace. <laughs>